look forward to this one time that we can get together each week. We, we, we appreciate your attendance. We hope all is going well with you and your family. We, our visitors, we certainly appreciate you being with us. We invite you to be with us any opportunity you have. We're always glad for people to be seeing us online or through Facebook or whatever. So I don't know if I've shared this with you or not. Uh, after we started that for a while, been going a few weeks, then I checked the number that had viewed on uh, Facebook and YouTube. By Tuesday night, two different weeks, over 800 people each week had viewed us. I thought that great getting into that many homes. Appreciate all the people who make that possible because they have to put a lot of time in and uh, do a lot of studying and we just deeply appreciate everybody doing that. Let's pray please. Heavenly Father, we're so thankful for this day you blessed us with. We thank you, Father, that we're able to be here this morning in this assembly. We pray for each one. We pray, Father, that you would take care of us, that we know you have that power to do so. We pray that everybody can be safe. And Father, we pray for this country particularly. We pray that soon we can have vaccine or medicine that's gonna help take care of the virus pandemic we're having. And Father, we're we're thankful that we do have this opportunity to assemble. And Father, we want to pray for the Forrest family who will be coming this week to live here and be part of this family. We pray for them that all will go well this week and they'll be safe as well. And Father, we be with Brother Stephen today as he stands before us to bring the word to us. We pray that, pray that we'll all be very attentive and can help us in some way to grow spiritually. And Father, we thank you for all the blessings we have in this congregation here. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah, praise Jehovah from the heavens, praise His name. Jehovah in the highest, all His angels praise obey. All His hosts together praise Him, sun, moon, and stars.
Father in heaven, we give thee our thanks for this another Lord's Day. We're thankful for the blessing to be able to rise from our bed to sleep and assemble here together in this building. We're thankful for everyone's here and for those that may be fearing from home. And we pray, Father, that our worship this morning will be pleasing in our sight. We ask our blessing be upon Brother Steve as we bring the message of the hour. We thank the Father for the knowledge he has, and we ask that I would bless him with wisdom so he can continue to use this knowledge in his preaching and teaching that word. We thank the Father for our nation. We ask that Father would bless us and help us through this difficult time. We thankful, Father, for our leaders. We pray they would look to Thee for guidance, Father. We pray for the sick, especially those that have asked the innocent in prayers for those that are facing uncertain times, Father. Ask Thee thy blessing be upon them, Father. Ask Thee, Father, that would 
be with us through the service this morning and be the one that speaks thy word and wait upon the Lord's table and lead their singing. We ask forgiveness for our sin, Father, if we forgive, if we repent, turn from those things. The word rest in Christ's name. Amen. Invitation song after the lesson this morning will be My Only Hope is You. Uh, we're going to sing the next couple songs before the lesson. I ask if you would please stand as we sing these next couple songs.
I'll be reading from John chapter 8, verses 31 through 34. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then ye ye are my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We we be Abraham's seed, and we're never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou? Ye shall be made free. Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever commits sin is the servant of sin. Jordan, are you laughing at me? Jordan is laughing. Just good morning. And Jordan is laughing, and I uh, I love to see you smile. And the reason why he's laughing is because I reached into my pocket to take the clicker out, and it was a, a box of Altoids instead of the clicker. So I had to go back and get the clicker. So now that we're all, and Jordan is especially happy, isn't it great to be able to come together and worship? God is good. And all the time. And that is true. And it's great to be able to to be together like this. And those of you who are watching online and more and more doing that. And that says a lot about uh, the influence that you have in the community. And thank you for being that influence and for being God's children and for being here today. Especially if you are visiting with us. Thank you, Lewis, for reading that passage of scripture In that passage when Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And and they they ask, and you know it's kind of interesting when you read that text, and they said, well, what are you talking about? We're not, we're sons of Abraham, we're not our bondage uh, under anybody. And at that very moment, they could have looked in either direction and seen most likely a Roman soldier uh, who occupied their land. And Jesus made it clear to them that, no, I'm talking about spiritual freedom. I'm talking about something far more important than that, the truth. So this morning, as we think about uh, a truth, such a small word with such powerful meaning. Now, if you looked it up in the dictionary, I want to know exactly what, what is the definition of truth. Well, truth is the state of actually being the case. It's something, it's accuracy. In other words, what's before me is exactly what it claims to be. It is what it is. So I know that this is exactly, it's accurate. Well, is that important? Is it important? We live in a time, as a matter of fact, that sometimes after we watch the news or or we do a little research or we spend any time on Facebook, um, we wonder if what we're reading is true. Um, It concerned me when I can look up, I look, do a little research, and I look in 10 sources, and I get 14 different answers about how things are and what they are. And and, and so we are confused sometimes because exactly what is truth. Okay, now I want us to think about the fact that truth is very important because Solomon wrote in Proverbs 23 and verse 23, his inspired pen, pen these words, buy the truth and sell it not. Truth is important. It is important that you and I know exactly how things are as far as God is concerned. So if you are looking at your worship bulletin, you'll see that the title of this lesson is, What Does God Want You to Know About Truth? And you'll see that I have left some pretty large spaces for notes if you're a note taker. 
And I'm going to do something today that I don't do very often in preaching uh, these days. And I'm gonna, we're going to look at a lot of scriptures. And I can tell you uh, absolutely that you cannot go through all of these scriptures and understand this lesson in the sitting of this particular sermon time because it's not possible. I hope you'll go back and you'll dig and you'll study. Truth is important. Now let's make sure we put this disclaimer on the table. We're not talking about... I'm not studying with you this morning about geographical truth or historical truth or scientific truth, medical truth, political truth, social truth, none of those things. But I'm talking about religious truth, spiritual truth, truth that is heavenly, truth that is eternal. Why does God want us to know about that? And you might say, you need a sermon on that? Uh, Duh. He wants us to know the Bible. Well, if it were that simple, then all then there is, there is no disagreement in the world. Everybody opens their Bible and understands it, and, and all believe exactly the same. I was waiting for all of you to stop laughing inside, because you know that isn't true. So this morning, I want to suggest... <clears throat> excuse me. Sometimes my mouth goes faster than the rest of me does. Uh, I, I want us to think about three things that God, according to his truth, wants you and me to understand about truth itself. And number one, we must understand what truth is. We must understand what truth is. Now again, that might sound like a simple answer, but it really isn't. We must understand, according to God, what truth is. First of all, John 17 and verse 17, when Jesus prayed that sincere prayer, when he prayed that prayer for those who were standing before him and serving at that moment, but also, as he said, in that prayer for those who would believe later. And that trickles down through the ages of time to this very building this morning. That's you and me. And in that prayer, he said, sanctify them, Father. Set them apart from the world. Set them apart from the way the world thinks and the way the world acts and the way the world sees me. Sanctify them. How? Through thy truth. But it didn't stop there. That next statement is so very purposely profound. He said, thy word is truth. The word of God is the truth we're talking about. So we have to get that understanding in front of us. And then in Romans 1, verses 16 and 17. Now, I want to make sure, I told you a lot of scriptures, and I hope you'll write them down but that you listen to them very purposefully. That you'll listen to them to notice how they fit together. The older I get and the more I study, the more I realize, and I want to say, why didn't I get that sooner? That the Word of God fits together just as surely as a puzzle fits together when we put the pieces in the places God intended them to go. Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God to salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Now watch this. For in it is the power of God unto salvation. For in it is the... I'm sorry, the rain threw me off. For in it is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith.